Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, BVP, the BV elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, BVP, the BV elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. Live on Twitch, recording this. Wednesday nights. Yes. We're your dynamates. We're your dynamates. Twitch.tv slash Omnex Podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Yes. Hello. We record this. We watch Dynamite every week and then we talk about it. Of course, we do it on NXT because we're your NXT friends. But tonight, it's all about Dynamite. It's all about the fallout from All Out. It's the fallout from All Out. It's yeah. the, don't call it a hangover. Oh. Uh, yeah. This, this is a, a new era of AEW. A new era. <laughs> new paint. Yeah. Logo, yeah. everything, yeah. Uh, you were in Chicago for All Out. I was. Uh, I did a post show with Andrew Thompson, and we kind of um, ran down the whole show. And I know we kind of briefly mentioned like the mm. big turn of events, but any uh, before we kind of dive into this thing, you were there live. You got to go to this show. How yeah. how was going to your first? I mean, we went to All In. That doesn't count as an AEW no. show. But. Um, yeah, it was. I'm I'm glad I. Didn't do the other shows, to be honest. I thought it made it feel a bit more special. Right. I think burnout is definitely a factor when I do sort of WrestleMania weekends and things. And it was really nice just uh, watching Rampage in the hotel room the next morning and getting excited for AEW, uh, for All Out. Um, loved, the, uh, loved the opener, actually. Miro, Eddie Kingston, I thought they had a really good match. Obviously, all the surprises and stuff were great. Of course. The... So disappointed with Judas. Oh, yeah. That oh, sucks. my God. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, they were... They should have either had him do, like, a solo and then just go into the, like, song. 
Yeah. Or you need a full band playing it properly. I thought you should have just had the band. Yeah. You should have just it, had Judas. Everyone's like wanting I mean, to probably. sing it and it just sounded awful. And I do think, um, I don't think they should run that venue again. I think they're You're bigger than, it. I think they're bigger than it now. I don't think it's in a great area. There's not much to do around there. <laughs> and, um, the sound is bad. Okay. Like I, I found all the music could have been a lot louder. Couldn't, couldn't hear the promos at all. Really wanted to see Andrade talk. Yeah, he didn't. But I couldn't hear a word he yeah. said. Yeah, uh, I don't um, know if that had to do with the audio there or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, just in general, uh, I don't, I don't like that arena. But overall, fantastic show to be at. I don't know if I'd say it's, uh, I, I'm seeing a lot of people say best pay-per-view since WrestleMania 17 and things wow. like that. Um, I think I've preferred some takeovers, like top to bottom, like wrestling wise. For sure. Um, New York stands to mind. New York definitely stands. New out. Orleans stands to mind. For sure. Um, you mean New? You mean New Orleans, the one with the ladder match with only Ricochet yeah, being only, the sole survivor? Yeah. Look at that ladder Crazy, match. Right? Five star ladder match. Was it Lars? Lars Dream Kane, Dane Dream Adam Cole Ricochet and <laughs> EC3. EC3. That's right. All of them are no longer in WWE mm. except Ricochet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that show is a stacked show. You know what? I, I really I wasn't at all out, but I really loved it. And we kind of mentioned yesterday on on Up Next a little bit. Like it's definitely this like turning point. The, I, I the think needle that's mover. Where it's special. Yeah. I think that's yeah. where it's special, where I've I've enjoyed as wrestling shows other shows uh more, perhaps. Yeah. But it felt like you were at a very important moment in time where the tide is shifting. Right. You know, and and pro wrestling is back it feels yeah like, definitely the it, boom it's it feels definitely like back. an exciting time to be a fan and i think all out like we've we felt it we felt the the yeah. rumblings for a while and we've been loving aew since its launch but yeah that show was very special to be at yeah uh and that cage match i mean oh, have you watched unreal. it back since no i i yeah it's I, the only thing i've watched back was daniel uh sorry Brian Danielson and Adam Cole's return because right. I wanted to hear the songs again. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were listening to the no, songs I, earlier. But no, I do need to watch We Were. The Boom. I like Adam Cole's. Adam Cole's is... Okay, so, so Adam Cole used to use what? On the Ring of Honor, it was something sexy something. Mm. And then in WWE, he used Undisputed... Or NXT, mm. he used Undisputed Era, which is clearly like a Rage Against the Machine yeah. knockoff. I took the Undisputed Era's theme and sent it to a friend and said, hey, can you rip this off for our theme? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it sounds just like a Rage Against the Machine song. It's like, yeah. Adam Cole's like bootleg one that they used there for what, a month in NXT a few months ago? Yeah, we were joking earlier that they went, hey, Cole, like, do you wanna, do you wanna have a listen to it? Yeah, it's perfect. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we can add lyrics. So, no, it's good. Just needs the boom. No, it's good. I just, won't be using it long. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a month. So this one is totally. Like a Rage Against the Machine song. It's it even got their, where, 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 like, Tom Morello yeah. uh, things in it, like, to sound like it. So, yeah, it fits. We also joked listening to it when you can, because you can listen to it. Shout out all the AEW music, too, yeah. um, because they're, they're awesome. But the chorus is it's all about that boom. Mm. And then it's all about that boom. Like, it kind of repeats. So it sets him up to almost, knowing him, we've watched this guy for a mm. long time. He can sometimes miss. He doesn't his, always get the boom. Yeah, he can always. He can sometimes miss his cue, and you can tell watching him. He goes, "Fuck!" Like I missed that thing. So then he's got to awkwardly just do it, and the crowd will do it anyway. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. But this new song is deliberately set up so that he can hit it. There's different parts you can hit it in, 
And tonight, he didn't hit it on any of them. Like, Adam, <laughs> like, Adam you're the best. And you saw like, him have this smile. Yeah, he's like, like ah, ah. I missed it. I probably practiced Boom. this today, and I messed it up. Ah, oh, fuck. But yeah, uh, it sounds like a rage theme, and it's yeah. pretty cool. Daniel Bryan's is awkward. Apparently, Final Countdown was so much money that they're like, come yeah. on. Come on. Which is so stupid. Like, come on, people. Let people use your music. Yeah. Like, what else is your... Like, come on. Stupid. What's music for? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know what? Giving it a shot, I'm like, fuck it. You know I, I make beats and I love sampling. That's just something I like to do. So it's like... It, it'll grow. Yeah. Like yeah. all of them. Um, I didn't notice, uh, like, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Yeah, that's in beforehand. the lyrics. And yeah. then, like, as I said, couldn't hear shit at right, the arena. Right. Um, but listening back, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And hopefully you can start getting people chanting along. And I was wondering... Um, when uh when he came out and was putting his like hand to his ear and like everyone started chanting yes yeah maybe he was going no listen like this is my new chant yeah yeah like, chant this you're gonna get your yeah. head kicked in listen listen <laughs> like we're trying speakers suck right yeah yeah true maybe <laughs> but yeah. uh funny time because we've just got off everything's been confirmed now with cole and brian and punk all the rumblings and now it's don't even get a day to breathe, and it's now okay. Kevin Steen in six months. Oh yeah, interesting. Mount Rushmore. Mm. Kevin Steen apparently his contract's up. I don't know. I feel like he's a lifer. I don't know. He for Jericho, me, I thought was a lifer. You know. Like, oh yeah, I mean, lifers yeah, that's true. Pop. Steen was super hot on the indies. I went to all the shows he mm. had whenever he came to town for any little promotions. Like he was a draw, definitely. And then WWE. I feel like after the John Cena stuff mm. on main roster, he hasn't really like broken to that next level. But I think it's because his character on the indies was he was kind of a like his character was he was mean, he was evil. Mm. He's not evil in WWE. He's friendly and does the stunner. And it's like it doesn't it hasn't moved the needle for me. And I know deep I down think, he's amazing because he's great. I think he works well at both. I no, I think he's done more than the the Cena thing. I thought the the Roman feud he just had was really good. I mean, and, well, then he got he he technically should have won that match. Yeah. I don't know what happened with the the handcuffs or something. <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's I, I think he's a guy that um, is always fresh whenever he wrestles. Like he doesn't ever feel like he wrestles the WWE headlock as Raw rolls on kind of style. Mm. I always feel he gives more than that. I thought that Roman feud was excellent. I thought the recent Sami Zayn feud, like match wise, were was excellent. Um, Oh, I'd be very excited to see him. Imagine, imagine he's just like, yeah, whatever. Let's see what happens and just yeah. do it. I mean, like, yeah, he's definitely a talent that everyone would be like, okay, that's cool. Let's do that. It'll be very interesting to see how WWE treat him in the next six months. Be the world champ. Well, yeah, is world it, champ next. Is month. it going to go that way, or is it going to be, oh well, we know you're going, or we think you're going, so we're not going to really focus you anymore. Right. They've lost some big names. They've lost, I mean, Daniel Bryan is a big name. A lot of their own accord, but like. Yeah, yeah. They've lost Daniel Bryan. That's definitely, it's, it's, it's so weird. Okay. So like, obviously NXT is not everyone's kind of cup of tea, apparently for the Mm. past little while. People don't usually watch Adam Cole, the biggest name from that show. The biggest name on that show. Doesn't matter what. Just recently murdered verbally. Carrying Cross, the NXT champion, which then literally started the descent of that whole thing. Yeah. Maybe Adam Cole deliberately was like, hey, can I say a few things out there? Because he knew I'm just going to fucking stir the pot and peace out. Cause, yeah. Cause, like, yeah, it seems like he yeah. he knew for a while. He looked like he knew for a while, technically. Um, so. 
But yeah, I, but sorry, so you get you get Adam Cole coming from NXT being that guy. Mm-hmm. You get Daniel Bryan, who wrestling fans, you know who Daniel Bryan he just is. Just main evented Mania. Yeah, he was just, like he's Bryan Danielson. He's, yeah, that, that's who he is. And then if that doesn't get you, well, fuck it. Have you watched wrestling in a while? No, you you haven't watched in maybe five seven years. Well, here's CM Punk. Yeah. So literally, they're they're getting like all this different areas of people. Um, you mentioned going to like these NXT takeovers. Anytime we've been to them. Crowd, how many thousands of people in the crowd chanting Adam Cole? We go, how does this guy not WWE champion? Well, yeah, it's because he's I mean, not it's, six he's, feet. It's very unique because he's had a run, a proper run in NXT. Yeah, you know, he's he's multiple championships, uh, multiple main events. He's had a proper kind of four year run and never moved up and went on. He's got to be one of the only ones, right? To have yeah. like not been yeah. sampled up on the main roster at all and had been like a top guy there. And you just think, you, all those shows you go to, the amount of Undisputed Era shirts you see. Yeah. And you think, if they gave those guys a main, main roster run, surely there'd be even more and more of these shirts being sold. You know, more people into this group. They just, I don't know what it is with that company. Yeah, and I'm not. It's, yeah, it's, it's so clear. You go so to weird. a takeover and you go, "Oh, these guys are connecting. These shirts are selling. Right. Why not put it on Raw? Why not put it on SmackDown?" It's a shame we never got Undisputed Era on the main roster. Yeah. You know, running stuff, being that Shield moment that we all knew Even was going to come, just like a Survivor Series yeah. or something like that, like a one-off to take on yeah. main roster. Very bizarre. Well, I can't wait. He seems like he fits in honestly oh, yeah. so well here. And Daniel Bryan, sorry. Brian Danielson, definitely like just it's can't gonna wait. take a while. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. We're not we're not calling the show. Jr. Was, yeah, was, exactly. <laughs> Jr. knew it. He was saying the right name because they were like, "Listen, saying his." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like the needle definitely moves here because you're getting all these. Th- you you brought in Ruby Soho, mm-hmm. who's like the, another like the women's division definitely needs work here in AEW and definitely. And I love the song; it's great. Um, and then they just signed someone today uh, from Dark. Uh, Lee Moriarty. Okay. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with him, but people on Twitter. Um, yeah, I think I saw him on, um, I think, was it Spring Break or something like that I covered last year? He's, he's on a bunch of the, uh, bunch of the indie shows, a lot of the stuff, um, Sino covers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, top, top talent. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay. Sweet. So there's, there, yeah, there's, there's so many, different aspects to make you want to watch this show. And the common element, the, the thread you see through all these people, whether it's the scrums of Daniel Bryan or whatever, they all keep saying professional wrestling. Mm. That's what they like. So they, they're done with this like cookie cutter Sports entertainment. Yeah. Sorry. Shows. You know, play it for your kids and it's, it's cool. We liked it as kids, but let's try to make something different. And yeah. uh, it's, it's crazy. It's like one, if Vince McMahon drops the ball, it seems like they can pick it up and, who knows? This company could, you know, go on to continue for years to come. Or maybe this is just as soon as all these guys kind of fizzle out, the interest loses. But it doesn't yeah. seem that way. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know how, like, how deep do these pockets really go? Yeah, like, yeah. how long can you sustain this? Um, but everything seems to be pretty, pretty exciting right now. It's super exciting as a fan of just this stuff. Like, how can you not? And uh, I say from all out, that cage match is definitely match of the year contender Definitely. like for sure can you could argue no no sweat nothing's a few things have come to that close mm-hmm. i mean just recently walter Dragonoff too that's yep. a tough that's a tough one yeah i'd need to rewatch. Yeah. Uh, i need to uh watch the bucks 
Lucha Bros on TV. Right, right? Like, yeah. I need to watch it again properly. I was sure when, because um, we've the last couple of weeks been watching BTE, and I was sure when Brandon Cutler pulled out that bag to throw into the cage, I thought it was going to be the Dior's. Matt Jackson's stolen Dior's. Yeah, but they weren't. But they weren't. They didn't get them back. They still haven't they, got them back. They, they ain't getting them back. <laughs> they got their friend back. But Yeah, that's what they said, yeah. yeah. They made us watch 20 minutes of everyone else's bullshit on BTE yeah. <laughs> to get to the clips of Adam Cole and them hugging, yeah. like, for shoot, like, in the back. And I'm like, you made me watch Luke Gallows jerking, jerking off. Again. <laughs> it's like, in a wig. Uh, yeah, very strange show, but uh, love them. I mean, Adam Cole was was on that show for so long, so maybe yeah. it'll get better again. I did love how when he came back, it was like it was four years ago. He's like, snap. this doesn't look like Reseda. <laughs> Where am I? What's Where going I? on? Yeah, very good. Um, so everything's kind of crazy with AEW. CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, everything's insane, and we kick off AEW Dynamite from September the eighth. 2021 and it's in cincinnati it's the homecoming they're calling it for moxley mm-hmm. lots of homecomings in wrestling a lot yeah but it's okay we're in the nasty natty is that it, what it's called that's what he called it last week okay. so i picked up that i may, maybe that's what they call Nickname it name for it or the nasty natty it's kind of like the dirty schwa oshawa ontario okay i imagine i've never been to cincinnati oh sorry i thought you meant the building it's like a nickname for the like the Sweaty Teddy or something? Okay. No, no. I think the Nasty Natty is the Cincinnati. Okay. Nasty yeah, Natty. No, that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like how people call Buffalo the armpit of America. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo's uh, just sat there going, what did I do? I'm just... No, shout Buffalo. out Buffalo and shout just out the Buffalo wings. kids. <laughs> Fuck you. So Cincinnati. Um, have you ever been to Cincinnati, Ohio? Wait, did we stop in Ohio with Way? In Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, Cincinnati, Ohio is the right thing, right? Dude, I'm I don't can- think Cincinnati's in a... Is Cincinnati I'm a Canadian. You can't... Some Americans are laughing at us right now. Um, Cincinnati. I, when I uh, went to the States in Ohio. 1996, I had a layover in Cincinnati. Okay. And I vomited. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, swear, I was about seven years old. <laughs> oh. And um yeah, got like real motion sickness on the plane. Damn. And my mom was just like, just hold it in, we're almost there, we're almost there. And blah. Oh. So <sighs> yeah, Cincinnati's great. Yeah, that sounds nice. Well, uh they're in Cincinnati here. And have you ever had a natty? Like a natty ice? Like what a natty that? light? It's like the beer, it's not good. No. Yeah, don't I don't think it. I will. Don't don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Um, and for those keeping score at home, Cincinnati is a city in Ohio. Good. Just making sure. Yes. We understand geography here. We start off the show with some highlights from All Out, some replays of some victories and keeping up to date what's going on. But we start off with Malachi Black going up against a member of the Nightmare family, Dustin. They call him the Natural. They call him the natural. They call him. Not, he doesn't Who? call himself. <laughs> Which they? Yeah. They didn't, he, he doesn't call himself that, but they, they call, call him. They call him. Point over to a group and they're they, like, hi. They call him yeah. the natural. Do I you know call he's, him the natural? He's used this I name. I call for, him Goldust. <laughs> he's used this name for years in wrestling. It's yeah. just like, why do they have to say they call him the natural? Because mm. I don't know. Who's they? WCW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little thing I noticed. 
Malachi Black uh, goes after Dustin. They start brawling right away. Dustin tries to go toe-to-toe with him. In fact, German suplexes Black out of the corner. They're brawling on the outside, and Black's back suplexes Dustin through a table, timekeeper's table. Uh, They mentioned Dustin's been wrestling for 33 years old. Do you know what that makes him? Old. A natural. A natural. Okay. He... Hits a knee to the gut. Malachi Black beats him up. He takes the pad off the turnbuckle and locks in some sort of heel hook submission. And then he smiles because he likes inflicting pain on Dustin here. There's a strike exchange and then these lariats. Dustin does the drop down into the uppercut. Goes for the power slam, but Black holds onto the ropes, but then ends up running into the power slam anyways for a near fall. Yeah, this bit was a bit clunky. We see this spot. Bunch of times when people go for the power Orton, slam, but yeah. they hold the rope at the last second. Yeah. Thing is, he held the ropes, and Dustin looked at him, and then went, ah, and just yeah. spun around. Didn't quite work. It, timing was a little off here. Yeah. Uh, there's a 20 punch or 10 punch from Dustin, but then Black escapes and kicks his leg, which just drops him off the top there. There's then a bicycle knee for a two count from Black. Dustin gets up and hits a Canadian destroyer. On Black, but he kicks out at two. The, the crowd chants, you still got it. He goes to run at Black, but he ends up like sweeping the leg and trips Dustin going face first into the exposed turnbuckle. The spinning heel kick or the Black Mass. Mm. Yeah, they were all kind of the spinning heel kick. Yeah, K- kind of hits it. Sort of to the back. Sort of to the shoulder. And Taz is like, I didn't get quite all of it, but... Malachi Black pins Dustin. Uh, I'm always impressed when I see Dustin Rhodes, just for a guy who's been doing it as long as he is. Um, I still think he's pretty good. I, I thought the match was pretty quite fun, but a bit of clunkiness here and there, like just timing issues. And that Black Mass at the end um, didn't look great. Um, I noticed Dustin was bleeding from the mouth after, and it felt like it was fake blood mm-hmm. i think to put it over which was just a shame because we saw him just kick him in the back so it didn't quite work um it's also a bit odd that like lee johnson and dustin rose have put up more of a fight than cody did and malachi black needed to use an exposed turnbuckle here to win and didn't he low blow lee johnson yeah whereas cody just murdered in four minutes yeah, this was. This, I thought this should have just been him kicking him in the head. That's what I've thought the whole thing. I don't think he's been vicious enough. No, he almost lost to Goldust. Yeah. Sorry. It also, was a competitive match, which he won with his finisher. Also, like, we're too young because they call him the Naturals, the lyrics to his WCW song. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, all old heads who are yelling at us. <laughs> so I'm joking. But yeah, uh, thank you, Frank, in the chat. See, Frank knows everything. He does. That's why they call him the champ. Mm-hmm. For now. It's true, for now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought this went a little bit longer, but there was some cool stuff. And you're not wrong. Like, Dustin can still go. But for the story here, with Malachi still new, he should have kicked him in the head. And that's it. I don't honestly feel Malachi's done enough to justify Cody being really pissed off. Like, it's not like he's murdering his family. He's, just, he's having competitive wrestling matches, he's which cheating. he's winning. He's cheating. And he's cheating. Everyone cheats. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to see him just, you know, just kicking people in the head and yeah. beating them up. Yeah, that's what I want to see. But we might as well say now it's announced that this is an Arthur Ashe match. Yes, in Queens in the 22nd, Dynamite, Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes. One more time. Do you think that's the main event? 
Yeah, that could be the main event. Unless they uh, announce this like multi-man. I hope Daniel, Brian Danielson is wrestling. Me too. So, uh, cause, cause I, we're both going to be there now. We will be. So, uh, we got to organize some sort of meetup before, uh, this. So anyone go into this, uh, Arthur Ashe. to see ya. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's do some shots mm. before the show. But yeah, Malachi Black, Dustin, sorry, Malachi Black, Cody at Arthur Ashe. Um, should be pretty good. I'm interested. I, I like Cody. I'm sorry. I actually, I'm not Don't sorry. Be sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Malachi should kick him in the head again, though. <laughs> Four minutes. <laughs> no, go longer. Yeah, yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. Where? Do, yeah. Where, where does Malachi go after this? It's tough. Mm. There's a lot of cooks, so it's like yeah. You need story. They need. They need more reasons. I think wrestling could use it. You need more reasons for people to fight, like start feuds, like different ways. New originals. Yeah, new yeah. original kind of things. Like, okay, if it's not for a title, okay, what's wrong? Vince always loves, hey, let's make it a love triangle thing. Let's yeah. make it about our relationships and sex and all that stuff. You can go that route, but like, really, you don't, you don't need to. But yeah, where does Malachi Black go after this? Orange Cassidy. Kick him in the Yeah. Orange will do the kick, kick, they, kick. They could have Boom. a pretty fun match, actually. Uh, Sammy? Guevara? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Malachi. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, this couldn't, might not even be the end of that feud with Cody and Black. Could go on for a while. So you're saying Cody's going over. <laughs> Would you like that? I'd like that. <laughs> Get a belt out downstate. He cheats to win. Oh, he tricks him. He uses his... I've been watching what you've been doing and I beat you to the thing. Mm. Boom. Kick him in the nuts. Cody hits him with the fade to America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that match. That is a, a good big match. Yeah. Uh, and I like Malachi Black. He, he's so hot right now. Could be Do hotter. you see a big entrance for him in that stadium? I mean, everyone's entrance yeah, could be pretty like, big. Yeah, with that... The oh, Cody's, Cody's, the place is going to explode, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, fire, the, oh the whole pyro's oh. going to go all the way around. <laughs> Tennis balls of pyro at Arthur Ashe. Oh. Calling it yeah, now. Yeah, no, I'm excited for this now. I like um, Malachi Black's theme song. Like, mm. the, like, Doom Swedish. What is it? Something Amsterdam metal or something yeah. like that. It's heavy. It's, it's killer. Uh, we go to our next thing, which is segment, which is a Lucha Bros like promo video where they're talking about winning the tag titles at All Out. Congrats! And they say that these titles cost us blood, sweat, and tears. And whoever's willing to suffer, try to take it from us. So, yeah. Do you think Proud and Powerful? Proud and Powerful have a promo later that kind of say we're going to climb the ranks. Yeah. But I feel like you could just do some random team that just goes, hey, we want to challenge mm. you. This was, yeah, an open challenge. Yeah, yeah. Penta says. Penta says. Uh, where do you think Alex Abrahantes buys his jeans? He was pretty tame today, wasn't he? <laughs> there, there, what was the jewel winners? ratio there? <laughs> no, they don't have winners in the States, though. We have winners here, which is like JC Penny. TK Maxx? TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. That's what it's like. It? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's TK Maxx in the UK. Really? Yeah, weird, right? Damn. TK, Tony Khan, Max. Tony. So he's doing Jones. his credit card. Toby lady. Jones, Max. Toby Jones? Toby Jones. Who's Toby Jones? Isn't he Dobby? <laughs> I, you're asking he's an wrong, actor. You're asking the wrong person. I'm not that gal, pal. <laughs> he's in, uh, yeah, he's in Captain America and all that. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's one of those that guy actors. Yeah. <laughs> Toby Jones. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Yeah, J. Jenner Jameson. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. The king is like, no, there's a whole list. We used to, I love playing that yeah, game. You, yeah. Yeah. We've played that game before, haven't we? Well, Lucha Bros are calling out. I'd like to see, uh, who would, f- I'd like to see face the Lucha Bros. Varsity Blondes could get a shot of it, of, down the line. Jurassic Express probably deserve a shot. Um, fuck, what other team? Private Party. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel. FTR. I mean, all of it, all of that sounds fresh now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Bucks yeah, can any of them. The tag division's great. The Bucks will get the titles back. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Uh, there's got to be trios titles. Can I get those trios titles? True. Yeah. Especially with Cole. Mr. Cole, yeah. We have a video from Eddie Kingston. He says, Miro, we started off all out and we kicked, we killed it until you hit me with a low blow. You say you're God's favorite champion, but you of all people should know God doesn't have favorites. Miro says, you can't hurt a man this hot. I'm walk through hell. And I iced my balls just like you too <laughs> after I won, but for different reasons, I think. He then says, I'm going to take your soul. Uh, offer your broken bones to my bride and your soul to God. He's great. Yeah. Um, they don't announce a rematch, but Queens? It's got to be Queens. Street fight? Right? Yeah. Like, New let's York go. street fight yeah. in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah. Eddie's taking it. I think, oh, he should. Yeah. He's the hometown guy. Yeah, let's go. Main, it's let's maybe it. the main event. Yeah. TNT title, Eddie versus. Let's Nero. go. Let's do it. I think so. They didn't announce anything, but they should. We go to CM Punk. He comes down to the ring. Are you sick of this guy yet? It's his Oscar acceptance speech about to happen, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's wearing a, uh, the coveted, valued ringer yes. edition of his shirt. I've got one. You got a ringer one? I've got a ringer. You better watch I've out. Got you're both. Gonna, you're going to get raw if you're wearing that one. Yeah. People want the ringers. Apparently, it's a hard find i reckon after tonight this shirt i'm wearing right now is going to be the yeah yeah you're wearing linda pillman's shirt linda fucking pillman yeah you're ahead of the curve i was well cm punk will talk about linda pillman he comes out he says that he wasn't sure how things were going to go at all out but it's just like riding a bicycle a violent bicycle and the crowd chants you still got it and he goes yeah uh, i still do and he goes well we got King of Pancrase, Minoru Suzuki against the lo- local Cincinnati boy, John Moxley, in our main event. And then he just starts like cutting promos on like what's happening. He's like hosting the show. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I want to start off by thanking Darby Allen for my match on Sunday and Sting as well. Thank you. you I, couldn't, cut- I couldn't have done it without you. He wasn't even there. <laughs> I want to also thank all the crowd. I want to thank John Moxley, who's from here. He's from here, but I just want to thank him. Yeah. And then, and look, it's Linda Pillman. <laughs> it's really weird. I loved it. <laughs> it's really weird. He says, hey, guys, uh, who, what's next for CM Punk? Who should I face? Just name some things at me and I'll think about it. And people just start yelling different names at him. And he's like, huh, huh, okay. Lisa! <laughs> Joey Janela. <laughs> now, actually, that would be all right. Um, Taz, who's on commentary tonight. We forgot to mention completely that Excalibur is not on commentary. I don't know. He said they're on, he's on assignment. Uh, I read I think he's getting married. Oh, well, congrats to X. Nice. Um, well, Taz is on commentary, but he grabs a microphone now. And he says, hey, 
Enough with this bullshit love fest. You had a match. Punk, do me a favor. Don't ever mention Team Taz again. And he goes, uh, I didn't mention anyone from Team Taz. <laughs> he goes, He's like, literally no one here mentions yeah. Team Taz. <laughs> Not one person yelled out anyone from Team Taz, unfortunately. <laughs> And Taz is like, yeah, you did. And he's like, actually, bro, I don't know what you're watching the right show, but I did not, absolutely did not mention any one of them. I don't even know who's in Team Taz is what he should have said. (laughs) Dude, I didn't even know you had a team is what he should have said. But he says, look, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say anything. And Taz says, no, I heard you in the, the interviews, the podcasts, all that stuff. You mentioned them. You mentioned them. Well, don't mention them again. And he goes, why? I'll ricky starks i'll mention them why it's like what are you gonna do he's like don't interrupt me again as well he tells taz he kind of threatens him Mm. and he goes pick any of them well i will i'll fight anyone hook hobbs ricky starks doesn't matter i'll beat all your guys in team taz and uh, i'm best in the world and he does the (laughs) was it survive if i let you yeah the line yeah ending this so team he he's called out hook so are we getting Hook, CM Punk? Book it for Arthur Ashe. <laughs> debut of Hook. The debut of Hook? Yeah. I'd love that. That'd be lit. I mean, Hook's a New Yorker as well, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, this was kind of weird, but I didn't hate it. I did find, it was awkward. I did find Taz standing up and being like, hey, stop talking about my guys weird. Because he's like picking a fight with him to not pick a fight with his friends he literally didn't say anything about team Ted. <laughs> but why don't you want your team facing cm punk yeah wouldn't you want you guys yeah it's, it's weird i thought this would have worked better if taz goes uh hey actually hey punk you don't know what you're doing next actually uh i can help you out with that yeah and then his boys come out yeah that, boom done but it, it it's weak going no i don't you were calling out my boys and i don't want you to fight them it's very yeah. weak. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was odd. But I, I, I'm, I can't say Team Taz excites me too much, but it's fun whenever CM Punk gets to kind of have promo offs with people. And I think Taz is great. I think Ricky Starks is great. Um, I think it could be quite fun. Oddly enough, Andrew Thompson and I on our All Out post show were talking about this. Really? Uh, Punk should fight Hobbs is what yeah. I think Andrew was saying. So we were like, yeah, that totally makes sense. It would be cool. And boom, we're probably going to see it. Yeah. So maybe Punk's going to go through Team Taz. Sure. Punk needs backup, though. Daniel Bryan's found some friends real quick. He's really friends quickly. with the Jungle Man and well, they're the all Dinosaur. They're one with nature, huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So Punk, who, Punk's got to find a friend. Darby? Uh, I mean... Darby and Stang. Serena Deeb's hanging around, isn't she? Luke Gallows, Luke Gallows is, busy. is there. Yeah, he's busy. He's busy. He's uh, moved on. Col- Colt Cabana's a bit busy, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Colt Cabana's falling out with his other friends now. So he should come back and join Punk. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Um, yeah. The wingmen. The wingmen are going to save CM Punk? Yeah. <sighs> and then they'll start giving him a makeover? Taking him out? Yeah. It'd be great, but he doesn't. He doesn't party. He doesn't drink. So are they party animals? That JD Drake's a party animal. I bet he crushes the beers. <laughs> I bet you. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see Punk go through Team Taz, and that's the next yeah. direction there. Um, will he wear pants though? That's the real question. I. You're not a fan of the pants. <laughs> I just think I love discussing pro wrestling with 
talking about men wearing pants and then uh the biggest pop of the night is when three other men are kissing a man and they're all smiling at the end of the interview just wrestling is this like yeah. amazing thing um even earlier we were watching the okada cob match and we're yeah. like oh, oh look, his pants is wearing longer pants <laughs> That was a good match, though. It was. Yeah, that we, I, 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 we both checked out a New Japan lately, but we were like, all right, we heard some buzz, we had some time to kill. So you were cooking, so I threw on Jeff Cobb and Okada, and you know it was pretty good. They, they yeah. killed. They, no, they, there they was killed. Some really cool stuff. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, have you seen? Speaking of New Japan, let's open the forbidden door for a second. Uh, Kenny, Will Osprey going right. off on Kenny Omega because he was rated number one in the PWI. PWI. So he said, "I could beat that guy." Like twice on Wednesdays or whatever. So Kenny then just obliterated him with some, some lines. Uh, he's since come back, but I'm like, oof, I don't know. Is this a setup for a match down the line? Probably. We'll probably right. see that at some point now. Right, yeah. Um, but Osprey's Twitter game isn't very good. No, it's no. It's really not. It <laughs> hasn't not improved. Good. Wasn't it him and Seth yeah. going at it and everyone was like, ugh, this yeah. is so cringe because both of them can't do Twitter well. I think he got Seth. I think he flamed Seth. Right. Because Seth was like, well, I have money. It's like, okay, well then. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, cool. You spend it great on those suits. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it was interesting that they're, I mean, this could all be, you know, a work and good mm-hmm. for them, but it was pretty some interesting words yeah. and stuff. Um, that would be a great match. But now Osprey is now what, in the US? Or he's not in New Japan. He's not even in this announced G1 that no. they've announced that looks kind of. Yeah. Again, there's no the world is still in this weird shift thing. They're yeah. not they don't know what's going every every week you hear this wrestler's got covid or whatever. So it's like how can you even go forward knowing what's going on? I can't say I'm excited about the yeah. G1 at all. Yeah. I normally make an effort to watch the whole thing, but I'm probably going to cherry pick. Definitely cherry picking. And I'm sure there will be some awesome stuff, but still it's like ah, mm. it's, it's tough. Yeah. Is Chase Owens in the G1? He is. Ah, well there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Raito Khan, Toriyano. I mean, he's the guy who beat Mox, right? Yeah. So. They just had like a 30-minute match, Toriano and Chase Owens. <laughs> Dude, no like, What's way. going on? No way. They went Broadway? Yeah. Yeah, New Japan. I mean, Shingo's great, though. Like, I can't wait to see Shingo, the dragon Shingo Takagi versus the dragon Brian Commentator Danielson. Shingo Takagi. <laughs> he was commentating them. <laughs> Danielson versus Shingo. Oh, yeah. Please. Main, dragon. Event. Main event Tokyo Dome. Battle of the Dragons. Yeah. He, he takes someone's place. He takes Chase Owens out of the G1. Would you make that night <laughs> one, two, three, four, five of Wrestle Kingdom next year? Probably four. Night four? Yeah. Brian Danielson, Shingo? Yeah, because there's like every night of the week, there's going to be a Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom of an arena they can't even actually fill because yeah. there's still a fucking pandemic going on. Very interesting. Mm. Very weird. They go, WWE's doing what? They're going back to Saudi? So are They're they doing, doing this? two at the Dome and one somewhere else? Or three at the dome. Morale's low yeah. for us New Japan fans. And you know we love New Japan, but it's New def- Japan is dead. New Japan is dead. R.I.P. New Japan. Yeah. No. Uh, it's just like things are... First cons- NXT Italy. Now. Wow. Now New Japan. NXT Japan. Yeah. Throw it in the bin. Yeah. NXT UK. Still. Still there. Mm. But, you know. Yeah. Very, very strange. Uh, I, I will definitely want to check out some of the G1 stuff, but cherry picking is the thing. For sure. Um, yeah. I just, I found, I have to go back to the Osprey thing. I found his thing saying that Kenny left and then they sold out MSG. Yeah. Come on. 
Yeah. Everyone knows people bought tickets to that thinking it was Bucks and Kenny. Kenny. Don't even fucking try to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone was there to see Matt Taven. I was going to say, it was Matt Taven. (laughs) He was the champ. He won the ladder match. So, yeah. Great stuff. Uh, We go to Proud and Powerful cutting a promo here. They call out FTR, say we beat them. It's over. Well, we know we'll, we'll have history with them. But we need to shift our focus to the rest of the tag division. And we're coming for that top spot. So let's see if we're the best. Let's see it, boys. Let's see who is. So they're going to go up the ranks to earn a title shot is what Proud and Powerful uh, are going to do. Um, what did you think of this? It was a quick promo. Yeah, I like Santana. I always think he sounds good when he when he speaks. And yeah, I think they're the guys who should be the main program for the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, um, that would be It's about sweet. time. Like the Lucha Brothers and Proud and Powerful, they've kind of been chilling for a while until this FTR feud where Proud and Powerful started being a bit heated up. And it's good. It's time to see them them have their time. The Bucks have had their time. They don't really need the titles. They're always involved in stories. Uh, they're mixing up with Brian Danielson now, you know? Um, so yeah, give these guys their moment. We go to Ruby Soho backstage and she says, I didn't get lucky being the Joker, but I had to work to get here. She's interrupted right away by Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Reba. And Britt's kind of running her down, but Ruby steps up to her and says, hey, Brittany, don't you forget, Tony, that I helped her break into this industry, says Ruby Soho. I helped you get here. And you have a lot of nicknames, Brittany, like role model, face of the women's division, the baddest bitch on the block. Well, these names are stupid. They're just hiding that you're, you're, you're the real you, the scared you. You're just, this is a front. And Britt reminds her, well, I have another nickname, Women's World Champion. You say you're the runaway. So go run away to catering where you've been spending the last four years of your life and walks off. And Ruby says to Tony, Tony, I know that's your girl, but I'm going to whoop her ass. But Ruby versus Hater later tonight. Uh, I kind of felt watching this segment that the women's division feels elevated now. You've got the title on Brit, who's fantastic, very, very popular right now, very confident in talking. She's a star. You know, you, you hear her come out. She's an absolute star. And Ruby Soho, um, I think it's working. The, the song, the look, the name, everything. And I thought she sounded really confident on the mic here. And I was like, yes, okay, this is a, a feud I could really get into and uh, definitely added some star power to the company. And I did like the line about catering. Yeah, it's kind of mean. So it's kind of making her a geek already. But <laughs> Yeah, I think they get away with it. I think Ruby's so popular at this point coming into the company. And Britt, they're, they're kind of trying to fight against her being a baby face. So every now and then she's got to say something mean. cutting. Um, because everyone's a fan of her, right? And everyone knows that she didn't deserve being in, in catering that long. So I don't think it... Uh, I don't think it diminished her at all. But yeah. it's just a fun line. Yeah, it was funny. And I'm excited for that match. You think that's at Arthur Ashe? Maybe. Mm, perhaps. Yeah. Could be a stacked show. Uh, a little off topic, but Jamie in the Twitch chat says he highly recommends drinking High Noons if you get them. They're seltzers that are better than Claws, he says. Uh, I was drinking High Noon 
in Chicago over the weekend. They're very nice. You know we're a fan of the seltzers yeah. here at the BDE. They're a bit more sugar, which is probably why mm. they taste a bit better. But um, mm. but it's they they were nice. I like them. Nothing. We don't have them here yet. Uh, I saw we're going to uh, Queens. I saw an ad, and I don't even know if this is real or or not, but it looked real. Pumpkin spice Bud Light seltzer. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, when I think of pumpkin spice, I'm thinking, like... Heaven? Marvelous? More like a coffee or a beer. But, like, seltzers are, like, fruity and sparkly. Yeah, but imagine pumpkin spiced seltzer. I think it's going to be very sickly, but I do want to try it. I gotta try it. There were some other weird ones, weren't there? I I think so, but... uh, there was, yeah, like, I want to say a Thanksgiving dinner seltzer. What the <laughs> no, fuck? <I'm> <laughs> that would be madness. Uh, but okay, here we go. Apple crisp. Okay, I can Apple see crisp that. seltzer. Maple pear. Okay. Um, <coughs> oh, it's asked me to subscribe to something. Subscribe, Maple quickly. Maple pear, uh, toasted marshmallow. Toasted marshmallow seltzer. So wait, these are all real. These are all real. Bud Light. Coming soon. Okay, so when I get to Queens, I'm gonna walk off the plane, go find me. Yeah, we gotta try. This. Yeah, we gotta get them. We gotta get that pack. Where the, When's this coming? I mean, this has to be out soon, right? This got to be out now. Like, call us Dave Seltzer, but we gotta try all of these things we and do. rate them. We do. So we should check luggage. To, you're checking in luggage. I think right? I'm gonna check a bag. Or you can bring a bunch of these. Bring bags. these seltzers yeah, back. Absolutely. At Up Next Podcast, what seltzers? Should we try when visiting the U.S. of A. for uh, dynamite next in the next little while? But yeah, uh, we we got tr- you know me and my pumpkin spice. I have not had one yet. No, me neither. It's too early. The, the first time I saw the poster, it was feels like forty degrees outside. <laughs> it's so the hot. humidity was ridiculous, <laughs> and I saw the poster and just went, "Oh fuck off!" Yeah, not yet. It, 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 give it a few weeks. If I'm still sweating my nards off, like yeah. don't, don't act like it's <laughs> fall. No, <laughs> it's not hoodie season yet. I won't. I won't. You know me, and I know you love it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, like yo, it's hot. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts every day still. Yeah, like I'm. I'm in my underwear all day, walking around in a tank top. I'm not fucking yeah. <laughs> drinking a hot pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> and you know me, but like, fuck. So maybe oh. these are the perfect drinks. It's like, it's it's full summer still. So have a. Yeah. Have a full summer seltzer. I'm excited. Weird. Try it all. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited to try all the American snacks. Four locos, uh high noons, mm-hmm. um uh hard Arizona iced tea. They got like all different ones of them. Oh, different flavors. So like I'm excited. Yeah, they got everything in the states. So we got to mm. we got to get free health care. They've got they've got it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but you can get a pumpkin spice seltzer. Fucking it's better. Really That's for anyone who's planning on meeting us up. Help me find it. And if you're in the Queens, New- just in New York, anywhere, where can I find these things? If you see them, please let me know. a liquor store. Well, New York, can't you? Oh, wait. New- yeah, anywhere in New York. Nor- can you buy alcohol anywhere in New York? I think so. Like CVS and stuff, I think you can. Maybe. I forget. Oh, Fe- yeah. Philly, you can. Yeah, no. In Brooklyn, we, we me and you went and yeah. got some. Yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah. At Up Next Podcast, what snacks and beverages should we get while in the States? Back to Dynamite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should get sponsored for trying <laughs> these seltzers. Uh, 
Our next match, Powerhouse Hobbs from Team Taz with Hook going up against Dante Martin. So this match was uh, announced earlier today from Tony Khan, and uh, it's kind of exciting. It's David versus Goliath because we know Dante is high flying. Yeah, they've been putting over Dante's recent win streak um, and how like he's been impressing a lot recently. And yeah, obviously we know Powerhouse Hobbs big guy and Dante likes to fly around so when this was announced I was actually pretty excited for this one and it's just that like Dante's flying at him even like right as the bell rings he's going after him Hobbs starts catching him in every move and throws him around Hobbs does go to the outside so Dante goes for a tope but gets caught and thrown headfirst into the turnbuckle post which starts the 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 end of Dante here Uh, he continues to throw him around there's a jumping knee, knee drop like Ric Flair missed from Hobbs and Dante comes back um, with like these running pump kicks and different variations like springboard running pump kicks. Hook gets up on the apron because, you know, it, it ain't dynamite without an apron spot. Oh, yeah. So Hook's up there. So we'll give it a pass because he's so gorgeous. He's distracting everyone. And there's, of course, some uh, Hobbs beating him up back on Dante. There's this like... Tope, I think, sorry, it's it's Hobbs on the apron, and then Dante... Hook's on the apron, distracting. Yeah, and yeah. And Dante, because he blocks the, like, the Tope or the suicide dive or whatever, and Dante runs and leaps over him anyway. With his so Hobbs, like, low. ducks, like, to miss Hook it. Hook ducks. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Hook ducks, and Dante lands onto Hobbs, onto the outside. It, lo- it was a cool spot. It looked like he nailed Hobbs in the yeah, head there great. with this... Uh, he goes back in. There's like a double springboard flying kick. He runs at Hobbs, but gets caught with this huge double double A spine buster, which both Tony and Jr. call a power bomb, and it's over. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did call it a power bomb. Listen, they? Excalibur was off commentary, so Taz, Jr., and Tony <laughs> Schiavone. Look, big fan of all three guys. Mucho respect. It's the blind leading the blind. Yeah, it made you realize how much you need. Excalibur. Excalibur for yeah. everything like not you- blaming not blaming that you know a spine buster power bomb that's such some nitpicking shit but like no it was all night of like oh, yeah, every of oh the yes lock no it's the well, fucking arm bar in the same JR. match as well <laughs> JR goes I'm big main event tonight with hometown boy Cincinnati's own John Moxley versus Suzuki <laughs> he didn't know his it's name. It's like, oh fuck, what's his name? I think he was trying to remember Minoru yeah, and just yeah. went, uh, Suzuki. He went, uh, Suzuki. Suzuki. <laughs> Bless him. Uh, this was an, a fun match. Yeah, it was, it was quick. fun. Yeah. Um, it sets up, obviously, Hook versus Punk. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, Dante. But yeah. Uh, but no, we- I, I like this. I, I think they've done a good job in recent weeks highlighting Dante Martin and. He's so young as well. He doesn't need to be winning matches right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, getting getting Hobbs and Hook set for Punk. Yeah, definitely. Dan Lambert's up in like a box somewhere in this venue here in Cincinnati. And he says, AEW. He's standing in front of the men of the year, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, looking fresh in their sunglasses indoors. He says, AEW is the land of... Five foot nine or shorter people. <laughs> a little play on the recent yep. rumors about NXT and all that stuff. And he says, this is the men of the year. And we're sick and tired of these mindless millennials and everything. You make up this fan base here. And you may think this company is the hottest thing in pro wrestling. But it's not. All you people coming out singing to that 
worst song ever in history, referring to Judas. He then just starts ripping like bit of bit about everything uh, here and says, it's all about these two men, the real men, the men of the year. They scream our truths. And well, let's see if there's any tough guys in AEW who can shut them up, which is weird because they weren't talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Dan Lambert's great. He's so good uh, in these just scathing promos. This is the promo company now, right? Like yeah, everyone's sure. fantastic. I do find it odd, the whole running down AEW. It would make sense if he was doing it with two like guys who are, you know, signed but story wise we don't know they're signed like outsiders coming in being like or two giant guys just two people who haven't been employed by the company for a while right coming in going AEW sucks it's like sky's been there from the beginning wouldn't it be like well it's it's actually not bad it's actually my job like they pay the checks it's been pretty nice better than anywhere else i've worked and ethan page is like uh this is not bad i just i i don't get the connection still with page and sky um, yeah, I, I I like Ethan Page talking, and I think that he doesn't need a mouthpiece. And again, Dan Lambert, great talker, but he just said to me that he does not like these five foot. Sorry, what was what did he say? Five foot nine. Five foot nine millennial. Yeah, how tall do you think Scorpio Sky is? <laughs> five foot ten. Yep. <laughs> Ethan Page is six two. Right. But like, still, yeah. like they didn't look that tall behind him. Sky's build five ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just saying, I I still want to see where this goes, and I think it's it's good, but it, it does have a little things that are. He's weird. also pretty much said the same thing every week. Millennials, so far. you yeah. suck. He did the same sucks. with the uh, the pre-show. Yeah. On the buy-in, he didn't say anything about wokeness and stuff, though. No. You got to bring that back. Not this week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know who else needs to cut a promo tonight? Who? Big Money. Oh, Matt yeah. Hardy. I thought you were going to say Tony Schiavone. Because oh. at the end of this, he's like, he sounded like an angry old man screaming at clouds. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt Hardy. Yeah. Do you like my shirt? I do. It's a really nice shirt, actually. Do you like it? Yeah. I'm wearing a Matt Hardy HFO, the truth is the truth shirt that you got me. At Chicago. Well, it's the greatest faction in wrestling. Yeah, so I thought I'd wear it tonight for our Twitch stream. So thank you for my HFO shirt. You're welcome. So now everywhere I go, I can be... People know. Yeah, that the truth is the it's truth. The truth. <laughs> Still don't know why it says that. Never knew when that was a slogan, but he has said it a few times. Yeah. But it just doesn't make any... What's the truth? It kind of looked like it says Harry Family Office. Harry Family Office? Yeah, I mean, I am a Harry like guy. All the, all the things are blocking off the end of the D. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if he's blocking off the end of the D, it's time to cut him. Yeah. <laughs> cut Matt Hardy. He's he's even on this episode. You know what we got on this episode? Matt Hardy. You know what we didn't get on this episode? People singing Cousin to- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the truth is out there. The truth is the truth. And it's the truth. Matt Hardy says he wants to cut off Orange Cassidy's hair. Cuts the orange. Not ca- the end of his day. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts the orange Cassidy, who's like, "Hey, whatever." So are we getting a hair versus hair match? I guess so. No. Yeah. Neither of these guys are cutting their hair. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is not cutting yeah, his hair. He's cutting his hair. No. Don't say that. Would this? 
I would this get you interested? No. In the feud of hair versus hair match? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Both have good hair. I mean, you know what sounds interesting to Cassie me? Cassie has good hair. No, I want to see. He does. Ca- sorry, yeah, Cassidy has... No, both of them have great hair. That's why I don't want to see any of them. I mean, maybe Matt Hardy... Well, that, that gives it stakes, and that's what we need in wrestling. Maybe, you know, when Matt Hardy almost caught his hair on fire... I mean, sorry, when he did catch his hair on fire on his Twitch stream, that maybe he decided, you know, maybe I don't want long hair anymore, so he's going to do this, this angle. Yeah, he's like, I really like having baths with candles. <laughs> so I got to cut, cut my hair. Yeah. Very so I might weird. as well do a story. Very weird. Very weird. You, you think Mahari's gonna? You think this is gonna lead to this? I think he'd look like Shawn Michaels if he shaved his head. Someone in the chat says he's gonna. Frank in the chat says he's he's not gonna put up his own hair. He's gonna put up like his Jack Evans. <laughs> <laughs> it could be it. Yeah. He heard me call him Road Dog last week. He's like, like, I gotta, I gotta cut it. Gotta, <laughs> cut it off. It's like, hey, Road Dog shaved his head too. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I. Why is this feud happening? Why do they hate each other? What's going on? I don't understand this. Weird. Matt yeah. Hardy. Matt Hardy's still, still every week. He's got to get in there. Oh, and the butcher's back. The butcher he is came back. back at the buy-in, yeah. That's right. The butcher is back. Should he put his hair on the line? He put can't... his chest hair on the line. Oh, I mean, that's not that bad. That's easier than, like... By waxing. You know, I I didn't think I'd get an Orange Cassie in a hair versus hair match or Matt Hardy in a mm. hair versus hair match. What I do want to see, and I do think could be interesting. Actually, it probably will never happen. Uh, Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros, hair versus mask. Oh. But like the Bucks ain't cutting their hair, so. (laughs) That sounds like a triple mania thing. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, exactly. That's like legendary thing in Mexico to do that kind of stuff. That would be great. I don't see the Bucks cutting it, so. They're rich now. They can add things to their hair to make it grow back, like John Cena, so. Should I ever put my hair on the line at one of these no, absolutely pay-per-views? Not. No, definitely not. No? Okay. Like, I shave my head. I've, I've, I don't... I I'd look like an alien. I would never shave my beard off, though. No? No. No, never. Mm. So I understand. Definitely. Oh. Hair God. versus beard? Yeah. If we ever fight... <laughs> <laughs> hair versus beard match. Both throw back. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um... But Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy feud continues. Let's go. Can't yeah. wait. Hey, more talking. MJF is going to come out and cut a promo. He's with Wardlow. The crowd chant very loudly in here in Cincinnati. You tapped out. He says, you're all potbelly pigs. I beat Chris Jericho, but there was a bias against me. It's because everyone back there wishes they were me. Everyone wants to be me here. All you idiots in shit Cincinnati. Yes. <laughs> you marks. This is the biggest dumpster fire in the world, Cincinnati, the Midwest. You know why they call it the Midwest? Because everything here is mid. Brilliant. (laughs) Skyline Chili, mid. The Reds, mid. Everyone who lives here is mid. So I dare someone to jump the guardrail because you won't because you're all cowards. I was kind of worried here because we've seen jumping of guardrails quite recently, very recently. Yeah. And for MJF just to go to everyone, go on, do it, do it. He goes Cincinnati and he turns over and in the front row is the Pillman family, including Linda Pillman. And he goes, Linda Pillman, don't you even make eye contact with me. I'll knock your teeth down your throat. (laughs) And then he looks over at, is it Pillman's, is it? Brian's sister, like Brian Jr.'s sister. 
He goes, oh, look at you, 16 and pregnant. You look like Roseanne. Jesus. He says, is your father the daddy? Jeez. Mm. He also says uh, that you must be related to Pillman Jr., Brian Pillman Jr., because, you know, explains your vile looks. And this is when Brian Pillman Jr. He's like, comes you can out. threaten to punch my aunt in the face, but do not insult my looks. Wow. So, first of all, MJF just letting us all forget about him losing. Oh, he's, he's just great. being an asshole. He's, he's so fucking So good. mean. Uh, this was awesome. Yeah, I love it. This promo just running, like... The mid part had me laughing. genuine, genuine heat, and he's just so quick. And feels he treads a line but yeah i never think he passes it for me yeah but it's stuff that you wouldn't hear on the other channel you know yeah uh i think he's fantastic yeah this is the the mid part so good yeah had me laughing uh so pillman pillman's daughter uh was the one who was sticking up so he comes out pillman jr comes out and he starts off by saying mjf maxwell Jerk off or something. <laughs> it's like that's what Jericho's been you calling needed, him for weeks. You needed was it uh, Samoa Joe there to go sick burn. sick burn bro sick burn Brian sick burn <laughs> sick burn Brian Maxwell jerk off. He says uh, real big of you to be talking trash about you know my hometown and my family. You had a silver spoon upbringing, and this is the city that breeds badasses like Brian Pillman. Like John Moxley. So MJF, welcome to the jungle. Um, MJF says, it's a shame your drug-addicted mother, Methany, I mean Melanie, and this is when uh, Pillman like, rushes the ring, he wants to try to fight him, but Wardlow is now blocking him mm. while MJF is still talking. Um, and Wardlow, uh, MJF taps Wardlow on the shoulder and goes, oh, Wardlow, are you going to help me now like you helped me on Sunday? Go stand in the corner and look pretty. So Wardlow looks a little upset here. MJF says, Pillman, you know, your mother sh- should have done what a lot of people should. She, she had a run. He says, uh, your mother could have had 500 prospects, uh, future second generation wrestlers. Yeah. Um, and she should have done to you what she did to all of them. Swallow. Swallow. And then says, she should have done... <laughs> What she should have done with you is abort. What you need to do is abort and get out, is what he Mm. says. So this is when he attacks MJF. Pillman's on him, leveling him with punches. And Wardlow doesn't look, but he knows it's happening. And he's like, all right. So he goes over slowly and then picks up Pillman, throws him off him. And MJ's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, okay. And then Pillman gets back on top. So Wardlow does it again and like separating them a little slowly here. Um, and this is when finally Wardlow attacks him, clotheslines him, beats him up. Griff Garrison comes in for the save, eats a lariat, and then MJF levels him with the ring shot to the head. Damn, levels mm. him. This looks like it hurt. Yeah. Uh, so MJF standing tall here with Wardlow. He goes to do it again, and Brian kind of Stops rescues him. him, goes in front of him, and they just bail. They go to the back. But this was fantastic. Yeah. This whole thing was great. The, the MJF promo, Brian Pillman Jr. sounded great. And th- yeah, th- like he's the hometown boy. He's someone who we don't see in major feuds. He has the odd tag match here and there. But why not? It's his hometown. Put him up against the biggest heel in the company. 
one of the biggest heels in the company. He looked like an absolute star here. The crowd was so behind him. Everyone's seen the uh, the Dark Side documentary. So Linda Pillman is the biggest baby face in the whole show. And yeah. earlier, I, I didn't mention Punk by name mentions Dark exactly. Side of the Ring. and Kind you know. of setting you up as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the stuff with Wardlow. Um, MJF berating him again. And as you said, Wardlow breaking it up, but a little slower than he usually usually would, furthering that feud. Um, I thought this was excellent, and they announced this match for Arthur Ashe. And I'm I'm kind of for it after this segment. Yeah, actually, they did they did a good job. I, you watching that dark side, you want Pillman to just excel in anything. Like I mean, you want to be behind him. So this helps this story. And yeah, you kind of do want to see the match good on them for setting up. What did I say earlier? We need more creative ways to set up some, yeah. few, some matches. And this is, this was one of them and they, they did a good job. Um, MJF is just so like evil and you just mm-hmm. love to, to see it at the same time. And seeing Pillman come out here and protect his, or try to protect his own friend after getting punched. But yeah, kind of interested to see the thing. Uh, there's, there's people in the Twitch chat saying the references to, uh, Pillman's mom, um, uh, maybe being with other wrestlers, like the joke is, is, right. is a common okay. kind of thing people talk about. Some, yeah, some cheekiness. That MJF, he's uh. nasty. <clears throat> someone was it? Someone in the chat on Sunday for the All Out Watch Along was like MJF is Stifler from American Pie, which I'm like, uh mm, I don't, I don't see like quite see that. No, no definitely not. No. <laughs> I'm trying to like, is he someone no. in a movie? Like, I don't think that's the right uh, analysis. We go to our next match. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Soho. She comes out. The theme song is awesome. Um, definitely listened to it a few times today, uh, this week. Ruby Soho is going up against Jamie Hayter with Reba and Britt Baker. Uh, Ruby gets thrown into the ropes and getting pounded on by Hayter. As they go to break, when we come back, it's Hater who's working on her the whole time. Ruby finally comes back with this like jumping tornado, spinning DDT. There's a flatliner for a near fall. There's a neck breaker from Hater where she like does a neck breaker like to the knee, which looked awesome, and then hits like an Ushi Garoshi, really quick one. Yeah, like almost like a backbreaker Ushi Garoshi, which looked great. Uh, Ruby comes back at her though with a series of strikes and then hits the like soccer kick kind of what the riot kick the riot kick yeah the Soho kick I guess you would call it and pins Jamie Hayter. Pretty good first match for Ruby. Um, she's she's great. Uh, looking forward to seeing what she does in AEW and and Jamie Hayter I think's impressed since coming back. Um, yeah, yeah. Jamie's just supposed to be this like heavy for Brit yeah. because Reba isn't the in-ring heavy. Exactly. So it's like a whole like unit, I guess. And this is what haters brought in to, to do. Like yeah. this is her first loss, even though she's come in, but you want to elevate Ruby. So sure. it doesn't hurt, I guess, no. but uh, it had some cool stuff. It was interesting to see Ruby. She does not miss a beat. Like she's, she's great. I I can't wait to see her fight Brit and to fight a bunch yeah, of other people. I feel we, we got to see some, like, some good matches from her in WWE, but never really given the opportunity. No, so no. looking forward to see what she can do. And also we got Taz singing the song. Taz was singing Ruby Soho. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for Wonderful. that on Botchamania and all that stuff. Uh, Britt attacks Ruby right after this. Hits her with the twist and shout, the spinning neck breaker, the stomp. But she's saved by Riho, who comes in. But the numbers game here. So then Statlander comes out. And uh, Britt and her squad... Leave. I was trying to remember, did Hader and Reba 
like eliminate Riho or something? Or was she just like, hey, you need to put me on TV. I'm running out for this save. I'm going to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do something. I'll save anyone tonight. I just got to be on TV. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably setting up a six. Yeah, I'd assume so. Something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all right. We see Ricky Starks, a video for him and Brian Cage. I feel like they just play the same video every week, but they're like, this this has to end. It's going to end. And Brian Cage is like, yeah, it's going to end. Gonna- Brian goes, Ricky, aren't you sick and tired of this? Yeah. And Starks is like, I am sick and tired of this. And we're going, yeah, we're, we're sick and tired of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's going on for a while. What's going to happen? Uh, I think they'll have one more match. Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe. All the matches. The six-woman <laughs> tag. Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe, yeah. <laughs> Please not. Uh, Pinnacle. Hey, remember MJF came out earlier yeah. to his own music? Yeah. With Wardlow? There's, yeah, there's been very little mention of the pin- Pinnacle, I feel, recently. But then he comes out, and it's... it's sorry, it's Pinnacle, meaning FTR, Sean, Sean Spears, Spears Tully, Tully, and Wardlow. Yes. So the Pinnacle's still together. Mm. Pinnacle's still on top. I guess so. Sort of. Uh, FTR and Sean Spears versus The Dark Order. Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, and John Silver. Uh, the Dark Order are somewhat working in unison, tagging in and out, but they're hesitant. They're beating down on Ty Dillinger. Sorry, Sean Spears, throwback. Uh, how does JR do it every week? <laughs> um, Sean Spears is getting beat up, but each guy of the Dark Order, like Silver, almost like doesn't trust Evil Uno and vice versa. And There was an insert during the entrance as well um, from earlier today with Anna Jay just basically telling them to all sort their shit out. Right. Like, why are you fighting? Well, they haven't done that. So just showing up. Partners that don't get along. <sighs> never seen that before there's silver who gets cornered and starts fighting off all three of these guys in the pinnacle hits a sweet german suplex on dax the axe for there's a near fall suno axe Sil- sorry silver gets shoved into uno here and then dax hits a slingshot suplex like tully for a near fall there's then a really weird d- triple team i guess you could say where it's ftr lifts silver in the air onto the shoulders where Sean Spears tries to find his footing and then hits a DVD and pins John Silver. Um, it's like, doesn't do any more damage if you're just, they're helping him lift. And he, lifting someone on your shoulders with a fireman carry is one of the easiest lifts. Yeah. So when the fact that they're both lifting the guy to get him on the shoulders, they slip up because you're making it more difficult. More difficult to do. <laughs> and then, okay, I got the guy on my shoulders. Back off, because I'm going to do the move that I do anyways. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't look too impressive. Uh, the story, I guess, is, oh, Pinnacle gets a win, but Dark Order dissension here. Yeah, I, I was expecting a bit more from this, I think, when I saw who was involved. Yeah. I guess it was more story than than the actual match, but it was okay. I was expecting a lot more, actually. Mm. There's a lot more from... There's a better match from these, yeah, these six here, for sure. But the story is, oh, they, they're shoving each other because he didn't mean to get pushed into Uno, but he doesn't know that. So they start shoving each other. Everyone's pushing everyone. Anna Jay and Ty Conti come out and they're like, yo, come on. But, oh, boy. The they're swinging one. at each other and rugby yeah. tackling each other and stuff. So what are they doing? <sighs> these rugrats. We need someone to sort them out. They just... Put them in line. They just... They just need help mm. they need to let someone in they do they just need to let someone into the dark order who could you know help them out kevin steen <laughs> uh they need they just need you know to follow the buzzards mm-hmm. 
They need to find, follow the dubs. Yeah. Find love and peace. Don't fight each other. Please stop it. Dark Order. Ah. Or it hang on. I mean, if Anna Jay and Tay Conti can't, can't they, fix it. If me and you life. were fighting and they said, guys, you got to stop fighting, right. I think we would stop okay. fighting. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we go to a recap of the Women's Battle Royal. And yes, Ruby Soho won. But there was a lot of other, I guess, casualties. People not so happy with each other, like Jade and Nyla Rose and mm-hmm. everyone. So there's a few spinoff matches that we're probably going to going to see from that bitch jade <laughs> <laughs> saw her in the airport that oh, bitch yeah? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when commentaries say you know <laughs> that bitch so jade. i saw her in the comment uh, in the airport with her young daughter okay uh carrying like a disney store bag nice looking really sweet yeah and i'm watching her on tv being like and all you bitches are gonna learn that i'm that bitch it's just strange (laughs) kayfabe bro it is yeah yeah uh we get tully blanchard backstage he asked for this interview he talks about three stars and he's talking about leadership and he says i know leadership but Sting, you, been capitalizing off other people for years. You're just hanging around Darby because he's this hot young star here. You're just hanging around him to boost yourself up. That's what you've been doing for 30 plus years. And I'm set up a match. Next week is Sean Spears versus Darby Allen. And after that happens and Sean wipes the floor with him, Sting... It's going to be me and you one more time. <laughs> you know what's happening. Anywhere else, I'd be like, oh, why? Okay. And now I'm just like, fuck it. Just do it. Tolly Blanchard versus Sting. You're missing the big... Dynamite. This is to set up the bigger picture. You want Tolly just said, I want to fight you, Sting. Meaning, let's have a match. Yeah. Let's go. You think we're getting Tolly Sting. We're not getting Tolly Sting. We're getting... Woo! Ric Flair's thing. Oh, yeah. One more time. <laughs> Damn. Uh, maybe. Arthur Ashe. Maybe. <laughs> One more time. Uh, Sting and Flair. It's not like AEW to say something and not deliver. So I, I genuinely think we're getting Tully versus, versus Sting. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck it, why not? And then you can bring out Ric Flair and that to set up Ric Flair and Sting. I want Darby and Sting to come out at Arthur Ashe and Darby versus Andrade with Flair. And that's like the... Like, oh. yeah. Then they get their spot in at the end or something. Can't well, Andrade wait. just talk. Because Ric Flair's been chilling there this whole weekend. Yeah. He's been there. Like watching Beating the Elite and all the... Like everyone's Instagrams and Twitters. All these wrestlers. He's, he was there. So it makes me wonder, was he supposed to come out with Andrade at All Out? Dinner. So, oh, perhaps. So maybe yeah. he comes out on Rampage. Like they're waiting. They perhaps. they gotta yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. They gotta use him, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's there. You gotta do something yeah. with him. So an altercation. I mentioned any altercation with him or Sting and Tully. I'm not saying they gotta have a match. They're not wrestling. But like, do you but, think Tully and Sting will though? They should go. They should. I mean, th- Tully's had a match. They don't. Oh, right. But they shouldn't have a match. They should just throw down. I want to see a match. S- Sting's gonna drop him and put him in this the sharpshooter, the scorpion deathlock. Mm. That's what will happen. And then Flair comes out. I'm like, oh, you he's, Canadian. Destroyer. He's like, wait, we're still, we're allowed to wrestle still. Oh, wait, let's go. He, I was listening Blades. to his interview with uh, Renee Flair. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was funny. He kept on calling Moxley Dino. 
Yeah, good. Um, but uh, yeah, he was saying about how he uh, was training for that, you know, that Saudi show that was like Team Flair versus Team Hogan, where they were the captains. Okay. And he said, I was training for that as if I was going to wrestle again. He's like, I know I wasn't, but I was training because I'm like, I'm going to Saudi and right. got this wrestling show and he wanted to take a bump. And him and Roman had arranged a spot where like Roman would knock into him accidentally and he'd take a bump. And Vince was like, absolutely not. Oh. He's like, I just want to have fun. Oh. He said he has the gene. It's the gene that means he, he just won't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he was, he was like naming like, like STDs and stuff like that. And he's like, I won't die. Like I can sleep around. I can be in a two plane crashes. He's unbreakable. I can have a heart. What was it? He almost died recently. He woke up and was like, I think he text, uh, no, Triple H text him and was like, you've got the gene. <laughs> That's, he's the GOAT. He's wild. So I think he'll, he'll probably have a, a match. Dude's going to die. <laughs> Dude's going to die in the ring. Like, that's what he wants yeah. to do. That's what it seems like when you watch the 30 for 30, when you, that explains him when you watch the 30 for 30 ESPN thing. I went, oh my God, I get it. Yeah, for sure. It makes everything make sense. And then he still wants to do, he took bumps. Like, did he take bumps at the Triple A? He did the fucking figure four, four, so like he took some chops. He he chopped Kenny, yeah, yeah. There needs to be a right reason. Like, who would you bring in? Like Andrade, Andrade I guess it makes sense, sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Chavo, Mm. get out of there. Yeah, I I do want to see Flair, and I need to see Flair and Sting something happen. People in the Twitch chat want Flair to show up in support of Sting and then turn on him. It's like then what are we what are you leading to though? You're not they're not So what? It's Tully versus Sting. Yeah. And Ric Flair comes out to support Sting and turns to join Tully. The pinnacle. And then you need Arn to come out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he got kicked in the head and his Yeah, exactly. It's kicked him heel. He's now a heel. Wow. This is nuts. No, he won't be heel. He needs to turn on Cody. Arthur Ashe is gonna have the four horsemen. Sting and Cody at some point as well. Sting Cody should happen. Yeah, mm. that was one of the first matches we were like. Oh, That's that. what they teased. Yeah, and then he's like, "Now I want Dobbs." Yeah, I'll be his dad. I'll be his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to see Flair though. We uh, go to Sammy Guevara. He comes out. He's got his uh, Bob Dylan flashcards. Love actually flashcards. And he's just like, "Hey, summer's great. Jericho beat MJF. Fuego's all elite. Pam said yes. Good times. Cheers." Didn't have to go to All Out. <laughs> Had Sunday off. That's all he oh, does. Oh, no, he ran out, didn't he? Yeah. Did he? He celebrated with Jericho at the end. Right, right. Yeah, a bit weird. He didn't do anything else? No. Yeah, poor Sammy. Poor Sammy. We go to the Varsity Blondes in the training room, and Griff's getting checked on here. They're making it look like as if they're giving him stitches, which, hey, maybe they are, but didn't look like it was because they're blocking it. And, well, Pillman's pissed that MJF did this, and Max Caster comes in hey remember max caster he, he comes an in. album he releases an album like every week oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> he comes out into the trainer's room and he's like oh you know he, here's these ice for griff as they throw a bag of ice at griff and then give brian flowers and i'm like here you go you know he did a good job he says that you get your match it's brian pillman mjf at arthur ash on the 22nd but this friday Max Caster versus Brian Pillman one on one. Yo, it's the acclaimed. <laughs> Take my money. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, you've seen that Max Caster's rap rapping again. Oh, on on Dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> they came out. I'm with sure it. he runs it past Tony. He now. comes out and he's like, "Yo, here we go." Uh, and he like has a script. He's like, they told me I had to read these lines <laughs> word for word, and then he rips it, and then like yeah. does a rap and says some offensive shit. Nice, <laughs> probably. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna make fun of Pillman, and how you how do you top MJF after all the Pillman? Yeah, I mean, this is just to heat up Pillman, yeah, right? Of course, uh, getting ready for that MJF match. Yeah, definitely. We go to well, Pillman throws the flowers all over the place. Mm. He smells them, and we all know roses. Really smell like poo poo. True. Wise man once said. We go to Tony Shivani. He's in the ring and he introduces the elite outcome Young Bucks, Good Brothers, Don Callis, Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, Scott Norton, X Pac, <laughs> Scott Steiner, <laughs> Macho Man Ready Savage, Horace Hogan, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> the elite come out and. Uh, they they get rid of Tony right away here. And they say, Tony, stop this. Stop this. Don Callis says, Kenny Omega is rated number one in the PWI. He's the greatest wrestler in the world. And the tag belts were stolen. As they grab the mic, says the Young Bucks. Nick Jackson says, the tag titles were stolen from us, but we'll get them back. Just like we got our best friend back. And boom, the music hits. Out comes Adam Cole. Baby. He comes to the ring. And as we kind of mentioned earlier, he got new theme music. The, the chorus of the song has the word boom. Here comes the boom. All that mm. stuff. And he still didn't hit the post. No. <laughs> uh, as we call it in Radio Land. But he'll get used to it. Um, he has a microphone. He says, story time with Adam Cole. But he st- stops Tony Schiavone and says, Tony... You're really close with Britt Baker. If you even look at her the wrong way, I will slap those stupid glasses off your face. Do you understand me? Now get the hell out of my ring. Get out. Get out. And they all kick him out of the ring. Poor Tony. Uh, Nerd. Nerd. Get out, nerd. Nerd. Get out of here. Step down, nerd. Cole says everyone's saying AEW is the best. It's because of the guys in the ring right now. The elite. I'm new here, but I've been elite for a very long time. 14 years I've been wrestling. I'm a once-in-a-generation wrestler, and now I'm with the best. The Bucks are the best. Kenny is the best, and he's the champ. And then you kind of see in the background, Gallows and Carl are like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Carl is like, hey, what? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't mention them. I think Gallows like, tapped his impact title. <laughs> Um, I actually thought that this was done purposely so that Cole was going to super kick him out of the group, <laughs> but not, you know, um, he's like, I hate sour man or whatever the fuck he does on the elite <laughs> Carl yeah. kick him in that. He says, this is a, this is a time for a celebration next week. Adam Cole is going to make his in ring debut. And, uh, they mentioned that they had an interruption. At all out, and Kenny says, "I despise being interrupted." As he's interrupted, flight of the Valkyries. First of all, the uh, Adam Cole is just such a star. He's such a great promo, and here, as much as I'm looking forward to all this stuff with the elite, just looking at the visual of them all stood there, Cole feels like the leader. 
Yeah. He's the best talker by a mile. Best talker, for sure. And I can't wait for the the storyline of the split and who goes with who and having a Cole-Kenny feud eventually, like way down the line. But even right here, you watch this and you go, oh, the leader has joined the elite. Right. Yeah. Um, he's awesome. Yeah, definitely the best talker. Uh, of the whole group, so no problem there. That's what I mean. Bring the trios title in. Let him mm. run with the Bucks with that Absolutely. for a while. Make it credible, and then give it to all these other teams. Yeah, you're already feuding with um, yeah. Jungle Saurus. No, sorry, Jungle Jungle Boy uh, Christian and Luchasaurus. So that's a trios final right there. Maybe him not mentioning Gallows and him is what pisses. Like he's he's not cool with, as cool as Kenny. Mm. He said Kenny's the best, and said. He's the champ. So yeah. it's like he's just still saying that. But there's so many different things you could do with this split and, and stuff like down the line and, and for sure. Yeah. Brian Danielson comes out. What do you think of his theme? We kind of mentioned themes, but it's going to grow on you. It'll grow, I yeah. think. It's still very, it's very odd. Yeah. They, they're like, uh, excuse me, this is our segment. This was our segment. And Kenny tells the rest of the elite to get out of the ring. So Kenny, Omega... And Brian Danielson standing face to face alone in the middle of a ring. And Danielson grabs a mic and says, Do you people here want to see Brian Danielson fight Kenny Omega? And the crowd is going wild as Kenny's like yelling something at Brian. And he goes, He's telling me that that's not how it works here. Well, how does it work here? Kenny, you say you're the greatest wrestler who's ever lived. Well, I think you're afraid. You're afraid to take this match because you know I'm better than you. And I will kick your head in. Because, Kenny, you're not on my level. This pisses Kenny Omega off. He goes to take a swing at him. And Danielson drops him into the yes lock. No, JR, that was not an arm bar. Oh, what the fuck? Yes lock, label lock, crossface, whatever you want to call this version. Kenny Omega taps out. As the elite jump on Danielson, beat him all up here as it's a scene of them stomping, putting the boost to Danielson as Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Kazarian, I think Christian comes out as Christian's well. Too. All these people coming out for the save here as uh, they send. I think Kaz hits a guillotine leg drop on Cole, which then we then learn Kaz will be Cole's opponent yep. for next week. Uh, and then this leaves Cutler alone in the ring as he turns around and eats one of the running knees from Brian Danielson, or if you listen to JR again, a running kick. Yes. Nice kick from Daniel Bryan. Like, the running you've, knee. You've, you've called this guy's matches before, haven't you? Anyways, uh, awesome, awesome uh, segment. I really loved Adam Cole, like coming mm-hmm. in here, setting this, this, the scene, letting you, they're really good at the little things, you, letting your mind go, well, what would happen if they do that? And that's great. But talk about a tease. Yeah. Daniels. This is exciting and it seems like they'll be going to it pretty soon. Yeah. Um, whether this to. is stretched out till full gear, which is yeah, way away. I think so. Um, I mean, it's still it's a few months. November, to right? To that. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, or will it be one of the, like they keep doing these specials, special dynamites. It could totally do it as a big TV main event, maybe. Um I do see having a, like a multi-man, as you said, at Arthur Ashe, or maybe the... Yeah, I'd do it at Arthur Ashe uh, with these, like, eight. Uh, but this is awesome. See, seeing Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega share a ring and 
and Brawl, awesome. Yeah, uh, if Arthur Ashe obviously doesn't look like it's going to be Kenny versus Danielson one-on-one, it should at least be Kenny, Cole, the Bucks versus Danielson, Lucha, Soros, Jungle Boy, and Christian. Christian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That makes the most sense. And that <laughs> that sounds nuts, too. Yeah. You know their multi-man matches are insane. Oh, so, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've mentioned on this show, this is, a, this is a draw for me in different ways. Like, Danielson, the fucking best. Yeah. We want to see him kick people in the head. Yeah. He said in his scrums and stuff, he was very nice about, he selected his words wisely and said Vince was overprotective. I want to fight. I don't want to be coddled to. I want to let mm. my, I'm, I'm cleared. I can fight. So that's what he wants to do. So that's what I'm interested in seeing. But then like that run of years with Cole with the Bucks or Kenny with the Bucks and like Ring of Honor, or any of those like multi-man matches would like steal shows. So like, yeah, I'm down for this story to stretch out, but absolutely to instantly tease us with them face to face in the ring. Like, yeah, thank you. Like you just needed to do that to get us go. Holy shit. When can we watch this? match? Oh, yeah. So yeah, super stoked. Uh, that this was the, probably my highlight of the show. Um, seeing them face to face here. Yeah. Like this should have been, this should special. AEW doesn't like to open with promos and stuff. Mm. Cause they're not WWE, but this, I would have think they would have got a hot start if they were to have done this yeah, right away. Um, so, yeah, that leads us into the next segment. We get announcements. Rampage this Friday. The match is happening. No travel issues. Chavo didn't cancel his flight this time. Did you know that's the storyline? What's that? Ch- Chavo? Okay. Did you uh, did they air that in the arena? I this, this was the one I couldn't I couldn't. Hear oh, right. right. Yeah. You couldn't hear. Yeah. So they said they teased that like Chavo's the reason Pac didn't travel okay yeah travel so, issues so tk should fire chavo then yeah <laughs> you ruined one of my pay-per-view matches get the fuck out of here that should be <laughs> yeah chavo tease i that think he- i might have been one of the only brits in that arena even pack didn't fucking make it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could you could he have has a lot of travel issues yeah apparently uh so that's happening on rampage yes yeah, yeah big big main event i that was a match i was actually really looking forward to seeing uh, at all out um so yeah uh, a big draw for rampage i can't say the rest what else is it it's max caster and Pillman. Pillman and hater and rebel versus soho and someone yeah and i can't say the rest six. particularly excites me but definitely tune in for the uh give them 30 the minutes give them half the show match. please yeah yeah we also dynamite next week cole versus kaz and Sean Spears versus Darby Allen. Cool. Uh, as well, um, with some other things. But main event time here Minoru Suzuki versus John Moxley. That's right. Forbidden doors open here. Kaz uh, is cut off. They don't even let it get to that part of the song. I know. First, JR almost blabs over it at the pay per view. And then now, oh, they don't, then now they just cut it off. I didn't know about Jack. He like, he's like talking and everyone's like, yeah, the part's coming. Shut You're up. like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about arm bars and their NFL background. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking about hot, the hot sauce and barbecue sauce. <laughs> the casting airs on. Fuck. Yeah. Um, so then they cut it off here. Fucking, they had to give Matt Hardy a promo, but they cut off this guy's fucking music. Yeah. Fuck. And have Moxley walk around the state, the arena for five <laughs> minutes at the end of the show. Yeah. Wow. Like, come on. John Moxley yeah, Suzuki. Yeah, this is a rematch from a match they had in New Japan. Mm-hmm. So it's happening here. 
Um, holy shit chants ring out before they even touch each other. Before Moxley's even out because Suzuki is just getting holy shit chants. And they stand face to face and they're off. They start slapping each other. They're hitting each other with forearms and strikes, just what we, we imagined. There's then Moxley biting Suzuki's face. Suzuki sells it like it was really painful. So then does it to Moxley in return. They're going back and forth. There's headbutts and then there's like a dirty headbutt where they both like drop at the same like time. Like a proper one. Yeah. Ugh. There's then clubs and more forearms. Both of them just killing each other here. Suzuki locks in his choke. Mox gets out of it, but Suzuki goes for the gotch pile driver. He gets out of it, hits the paradigm shift, but it's not over yet. There's a lariats, more lariats. At one point, Minoru's like, what, eye? Looks just busted. busted. Blood is going everywhere. The whole socket looks like it's just bleeding. The only thing that's not is his eye that's sticking in the middle of it. It's yeah, like, like face paint. Yeah, like face paint almost. It's getting all the mocks as well. Moxley charges at him and levels him with like Stan Hansen lariats. But then it's Minoru who all of a sudden starts doing like the no sell, like yeah. power up, like not going to fall over. You can't knock me down as he's screaming. And then Moxley runs the ropes but runs into a drop kick. More holy shit chance here. There's then the sleeper. Moxley slips out of it. There's then just right hands. And Moxley's now like covered in Suzuki's blood as he's hitting him with these like straight shots, straight shots to the head and the temple and the ear. Looks like one clips him and Suzuki sells it like he's knocked out. Allows Moxley to hit the Death Rider, which is like the lift up version of the paradigm shift. And Moxley pins Suzuki. And you know Suzuki always loves getting knocked out. Yes. <laughs> That's his thing. The smiley, bloody mess of Suzuki. Uh, this was only probably about like eight minutes, nine minutes. Mm. And I really wish that we got a longer chunk. But still still like awesome stuff to just see these guys slugging it out at each other. Yeah. I There was, there was fun stuff there. And it's fun to see Suzuki do all his usual spots like the no sell and the yeah. smiling and even the kind of licking of the blood and just looking all sadistic and crazy. It was fun seeing him do it on a show like this, a, like a, a TV show, North American, uh, so different from what we used seeing him on. It was cool. But I was a little disappointed. Um, when the match is starting and you're looking at the clock and it's like t- uh, 9.51, you go, oh, I'm only getting a short match here it's not like nxt where you've got the overrun and you get a good like 15 20 minutes um and i i just i felt i would have liked more from yeah and then cutting short cousin inare at the beginning as well it i didn't feel i quite got what i wanted because i was really excited for this one and i don't know if it was enough for people who maybe haven't seen suzuki before to be like oh this guy's great yeah, it's like Moxley's just feuding with New Japan mm. and everyone's having the same kind of style match. Yeah. Um, it's good. I still loved it. Don't get it me wrong, fun. but yeah. you're totally right. You hyped this up this past weekend with him beating a Moxley. I expect him to give him half an hour. Like, mm. I'm not saying go half an hour. You don't need to every match, but even 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 this, minutes. I'm, I, I don't have a stopwatch on me, but this I looked at the clock and it was starting it was at like... A, it was about eight, something like that. It had to be, Maybe yeah. less. And, uh, yeah, also his paradigm shift, like the lifted one, the finishing one he does, hasn't quite looked as good recently. It's looked more like a, especially this one with Suzuki, more like a double underhook suplex. suplex. Whereas he used to do it kind of like uh, Finn does the, the, what, the Bloody Sunday, yeah. where you lift and just more like a brain buster. 
just didn't quite look as as good here. Yeah. And then he celebrates in the crowd for the rest of the show. And it like goes on for like a few minutes. So it's like, wait, you had time to let you the match time. go? So what, And you skip the song. It's like, what's I think going on? It was cool showing a little bit of it. Yeah, he's a hometown guy. And I think what AEW do in the hometowns is great. Making Brit like a star of Pittsburgh. Making Sammy a star of Houston. Having Mox and Brian Pillman Jr. a star of Cincinnati. It makes so much sense. Because you, you then, whenever you go back to those arenas, people want to see those people. And it feels special. It feels like you're seeing a big event. So yeah. I get why they showed it, but also not at the expense of other stuff. It's stuff you can put on your Twitter after showing Mox celebrating the crowd and all that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's tough. Where's Moxley go from here now after beating this guy? It's like Lance Archer again, Tanahashi. Honma. Yeah. It's like, uh, like, like Suzuki was kind of one of the bigger ones and yeah. you just beat him in eight minutes. It's yeah. like, okay, well there's not really other guys right now. You're not going to fight Shingo. I mean, do you think it will be... So, Tana is the US champion yeah. right now? Yeah. Um, do you think that's the eventual thing they want to do? I would like to see that match, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, but I don't, I don't know. Kota Ibushi versus John Moxley. Could that be Wrestle Kingdom, even? Moxley, Tanahashi? Yeah. Yeah, maybe they were like, you're and not you getting just that just have this loose out. story. Mox can go off, do other stuff, tag with Eddie, and then be like, all right, I'm going to face... Uh, maybe. Yujiro. Yeah, yeah. He just he just hates New Japan. Yeah, that's the feud. He's he wants to kill everyone in yeah. New Japan. So yeah. Uh, overall, a, a fun episode of Dynamite. Still had some awesome stuff. I think it was more the the promos and stuff that uh, promos and segments that stood out to me more than the actual wrestling this week. Yeah, but it's it's still like a very exciting, fun show to watch. Yeah, definitely. Still the freshest show. It's got everything going on. The hot stories with Cole. We saw Brian. It kind of hit on everything. And kind of setting up. I would like them to announce more show matches for that bigger show in Arthur Ashe. Like it's yeah, big. It's two weeks away. Yeah. I mean, we'll know the card by the end of next week. Yeah. So still. Yeah. Still. Um, but overall fun show. Uh, so can't wait. We get so many iterations of like the elite. There's so many multi things you can do there with Adam Cole in the mix. Mentioning Kota Ibushi. You know my dream stadium needs to, match needs to be Kota versus Kenny one more time. But now that you have... If if that's ever in the mix, like with the Forbidden Door, like Adam Cole with the Bucks, Kenny with Coda, and Tana. I mean we've got we've got to have Hangman come back eventually, right? Yeah, and that's going to be when he returns. That's going to be huge because he'll be returning right to feud with the Elite, I imagine. So. Yeah, sorry, Kenny's not losing the belt to anyone except Hangman. No, it can't be anyone. That literally Hangman. has to be the story. So no matter how long it takes, mm. Brian's not taking it. No, no one's taking it. But yeah, Hangman's got to be the next guy for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's the, that's the way. End game, whether it be full gear, revolution, doesn't matter. That's what's got to happen. But Kenny versus Brian, they're teasing us that right away off the top. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, need to see that. Uh, so that was dynamite. Thanks for listening to us blab on about it. You can hear us talk about NXT, of course, on Up Next, and you can listen to us talk about a lot of other stuff as well. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of the movie. Back to the Future Part 2. But we're going to be reviewing it. Review out this Saturday or this weekend with the person who chose it up next. Sorry. Up, was next. The was next expert. World champ patron Chris Price is selected Back to the Future about a year ago. So now he's picked the sequel. So can't wait to talk all about time travel. 
and 2015 mm-hmm. and Michael J. Fox. Pizza rehydrated. Dehydrated. Dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. yeah rehydrated. Yeah, yeah. All the fun All st- of that. Yeah, I can't wait to talk hoverboards. about... Hoverboards. Yeah, hoverboards, definitely. So we'll be talking about that. That's out this weekend. We recorded a retro NXT review. Was next. We're talking all about some Wyatt family. Yeah, some- May 15th, 2013. Debut of Danny Birch. Is it? Mark that yeah, date Yeah, that's down. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's pretty fucking wild. So everyone go check that out. Uh, and if you want to know what else we have going on, we just did a Whiplash review. We did a Summer of Punk covering everything from the 2011 run of CM Punk. This was an awesome show. And even more comments today on this show. So thank you, guys. Uh, so we like dissect the pipe bomb, all the promos, all the matches from that run. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That's in there. Uh, I think next week we're going to be looking at a best match ever what brain but no that's not happening next week next week's heavyweights it it is it's heavyweights and brain but oh it's both yeah. oh wow damn okay so heavyweights from 1995 maddie b world champion patron picked this film for us to watch uh who's in this one ben stiller, ben stiller. a bunch of like kid actors keenan thompson like kids who kind of grow up it's it's awesome it's one of my favorite disney movies as a kid so can't wait uh and best match ever brain busters yeah what celebrate on's birthday celebrate Tully about to get in the ring with Sting so we do a best match ever yeah. for the both of them yeah that's a pretty good idea yeah can't wait uh, so those are all the shows and of course everything in the back catalog all the best matches ever all the stuff everything retro NXT reviews movie reviews all that stuff five bucks North American tier that's how we do things around here go listen to some BDE and it's only five bucks to give us a shot and hey listen to Shot in the Dark John Cena watches all the other wrestling you don't watch and he'll talk about it in 15 minutes or less have a coffee have a bagel he'll he'll review it all by the time you have finished that absolutely and so- that uh, is now on the free feed uh, as we speak. Yeah, it's on this very free feed. Now. Yeah, and of course, Turning Heels with him and B Detroit will uh, be out every week covering heels. So all the podcasts, too many podcasts for your ears. And uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, is that it? I think that's it. Well, uh, I myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. I'm at the Bray. D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. And of course, go follow at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and all that stuff. Go give us a nice review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Go go be, ni- be nice. Be nice. Spread yeah. the love. Nice reviews. Five yeah. stars only. Five stars? Five stars only. Yeah. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And, uh... I- Linda fucking Pilman. <laughs> Ahoy! Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.
Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.